Two Geeks, Two Beers podcast. Nerdy obsessions, drunken ramblings with Morgan Jeffrey and Tom Eames. Watch for all new adventures on Fraggle Rock starting in January on HBO. You hear that, Sprocket? Radio's going on about fraggles again, but I don't believe a word of it. I've never seen a fraggle of you. Well, dance your cares away. Worries for another day. Let the music play down in two geeks, two beers. Doesn't really fit, but anyway. Hello, fellow geeks. Welcome to another nostalgic trip down memory lane as we tackle a favourite from yesteryear in Two Geeks, Two Beers with me, Tom, and Morgan. Hiya. So, on to this episode, and we're finally fulfilling a wish to a long-time listener. So, I mean, I assume he's a listener. Um, (laughs) It would be so weird if he wasn't. (laughs) uh, For the past couple of years, Mm. we've received a number of Facebook messages. I would say, I would go so far as to say dozens. From um, uh, Michael Morris who always makes us giggle when we get this simple, sort of accidentally aggressive uh, message, I don't think he means it to be, saying simply along the lines of, do Fraggle Rock, you do Fraggle Rock, every single time. He's got a few other requests pending. He-Man was another one, I think. Do He-Man. Do He-Man. Do the Muppet Show. (laughs) But, Michael, we're finally getting around to it. We're going to, as you requested, do Fraggle Rock. (laughs) It's not Do've Got Mail. That's still that's still in the in the works. There's, there's, in serendipity. There's, a, there's there's weirdly like a little bit of 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 buzz online. I mean, a very, it's a very low level buzz. Like if you're of a certain age, you probably More can't. A hum. Yeah, you probably can't hear it. But um, that people are starting to demand that we do a You've Got Mail episode and a serendipity episode. I say, coming this Christmas. I, I think it's I think it's literally one guy on on Facebook. But we but I really appreciate. That counts, that counts. I really appreciate this one man campaign that you're leading. Um, so to be honest, Michael, Fraggle Rock passed me by as a kid. Just totally passed me by. Um, but I have always obviously loved Jim Henson mm. and anything Muppet related. Can I can I just say before you go any further? Yeah. I know nothing about Fraggle oh, really? Rock. The only thing I know about it is that it's Jim Henson yeah. adjacent. Yeah. That's as far as my knowledge extends. Well, I think it's because it's obviously mid 80s before our time, technically. But I don't think it got many repeats mm. when we were kids. I don't think it got the love that other shows of the 80s got repeated. So I think we kind of missed it. Did it have a legacy? It, <laughs> it clearly didn't have a legacy. But I've researched it. Um, I've really enjoyed revisiting it. And or just visiting it. <laughs> just visiting it yeah. for the first time. Uh, and so here we are. We're going to give it the two geeks treatment. Whether that's a good thing or not, we'll wait and see. You, you know, ordinarily when we're like... We loved this when we were kids and we haven't gone back and watched it. Yeah. We just sort of browsed the Wikipedia page yeah. and, and to reimmerse ourselves in the world. This time we're just like, we haven't even we don't even have memories of it. We no. just so this is going to be even more poorly researched and presented than so, usual. Apologies for that in advance. But I have <laughs> watched as much of it as I could. Um and cli- well, mostly clips, let's be honest. Look, but I watched some YouTube clips. Yeah. What more what level of dedication are you actually demanding here? But it definitely deserves a two geeks episode. It's it proper geek. Um Fodder. Fair. So, coming up, a Scottish film hero makes his TV debut, mm. a surprisingly sad goodbye, and a theme tune so catchy it was a chart hit. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, beers. Mm. Um, I have to say as well, on the day we're recording this, um, the UK is experiencing a heat wave. Oh, God. Yeah. So, I'm very happy to be, one, in an air-conditioned studio, Yeah. Um, and, and two, to have a beer. Yeah. I, we had pre-beers, as we normally do before recording, <laughs> yeah. and it's probably the fastest I've ever drunk a pint. <laughs> um, it's not the best link in the world. I got it purely on I, the... I feel, I feel like we can take that as given. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. every time we have a beer, it's not the best link in the world. You know, sometimes we do it on the name, and sometimes we do it on the artwork. <laughs> yeah, well, and last time I just did it on a bit of text on the back. Of the yeah, yeah. yeah. This is more artwork-based, so... Right. I mean, you know nothing about Fraggle Rock, so this won't mean anything. You could just to totally bullshit this. Yeah. Um, so, if you if you love your um, your Fraggle Rock, you'll know that uh, there's obviously the doozers mm. in Fraggle Rock. Obviously, obviously, they're these little fellas who um, like building things and 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 making stuff. And so, I I found a beer called um, Art Department, which is a hazy IPA. And if you look at the um, the the cover there yeah the cover it's it, well it's it's not the, art, the artwork on the cap they're, they're little mice or rats by the looks of it but they're all building stuff nice they're all, they're okay little fellas all building things and it's got a thematic all arty yeah and uh, yeah some Unity Brewing Co we're not sponsored we never have been sponsored but I thought I'd give them a shout out so there you go 
what is a hazy IPA? Just gets you drunk. Right? Yeah, yeah, makes yeah. you vision hazy. So, cheers. Cheers. So. It's an IPA. It's very nice. So I was going to say your memories, but you've already said you've got no memories. Do you remember it being on telly at all? Do you remember any recollection of that? No. I, no? I, well, I, no, I don't think so. My knowledge of it is entirely based on people talking about it after the fact. Yeah. And people saying, when they talk about Jim Henson, yeah, Jim Henson, The Muppet Show, Fraggle Rock. But I, I, I have no... I might, might have seen some images yeah. of, of the, the puppets. Yeah. But other than that, I got, I got nothing. I'm throwing my hands up here. Yeah, so as I said before... Ed before I was born, but that doesn't mean anything. There's lots of things that Ed oh, before. I hate people that do that. I hate, it's, it's one of my absolute... Yeah. I said the other day, this is one of my uh, my pet peeves. And my wife said, got a lot of pet peeves. So, yeah, <laughs> just one of, one of many. But um, yeah, when people say, oh, I don't know, it's before my time. What's that even mean? I know. It's like, it's like someone goes up to you and you're, you're 23 and you go, yeah, World War Two, And they're like, what? <laughs> no, well, literally World War Two because it was before I was born. Uh, no, yeah. When, what? No, I, I, I have no concept <laughs> of that. It was before before my time. Well, yeah, well, you, 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 your knowledge just starts in like 1997. It's like, you know, the film Goldeneye. What? What? I've, I've, uh, James Bond. Oh no, that was in the 60s. So I, I, I have no concept of that. I, that, that idea, that notion means nothing to me. <laughs> it means nothing to me. Um, despite that, <laughs> I, I, just, I just don't remember it ever being repeated. Um, and plus it was on ITV and they were always like, that's a naughty channel, isn't it? It's like... Oh, your BBC house. Yeah, CBBC for... Giving uh, away your, your middle class roots yeah. yeah. What was Tops TV on? Is that ITV? CITV. Yeah, no, I did watch a bit. Reboot was on ITV. Don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I think secretly. Which yeah. You're, yeah. Yeah. I knew what I was doing. <laughs> if, I knew what I was doing. So if you didn't know, Fraggle Rock is a children's musical fantasy comedy puppet television series <laughs> about various Muppet creatures created by Jim Henson. So it's, it's part of the Muppet-verse. Yes. The Muppet versus yeah. Madness. And I won't go into it because um, it was far too complicated, but they have popped up here and there in various Muppet films and, and uh, spin offs. Right, and okay. So mainly cameos, but they do. So it's not yeah. just, uh, weirdly, I think this is the second time I've used the word adjacent. Yeah. It's not, it's not just like Muppet adjacent. It is well, part of the same universe. I don't know. If, I don't know, really. But they. Because like. There were times in Muppet Christmas Carol, for instance, where right. they reused some of the. You know, like in Muppet Christmas Carol, all the Muppets appeared yeah. as different characters, yeah. obviously. You could see a few fraggles wow. in within it. Which but, I didn't know about until I researched this. But, but like Labyrinth is, yeah. is Jim Henson, but I don't think La- Labyrinth takes place in like the Muppet no. Forest. Do you know what I, I mean? think you could argue Fraggle Rock does because it's in the real world. Yeah, you know, I can't. Ima- I can't imagine like Kermit and Miss Piggy <laughs> rocking up in Labyrinth. No. Whereas, although like, that would be amazing, that would that would be great. <laughs> but what was fascinating about Fraggle Rock is that it was an international co-production of Canada, the UK, and the US, and co-produced by the British company Television South or T- TVS. Uh, the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, CBC, and HBO in the States, along with Henson Associates. I love that this is an HBO, yeah. an HBO production. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. And then it's it's not The Sopranos. No. It's not The Wire. No boobs here. <laughs> it's Fraggle Rock. Um, really only two boobs here. But very unique because unlike The Muppet Show or Sesame Street, Fraggle Rock was intended from the start to be this international production, right? So the entire show was created with this in mind. So you had at least four different versions of the human wraparound segments, right? So they'd be produced separately in their own independent countries. Right. So each version, you had the exact same puppet bits, so the fraggles in their world, those were all the same. Didn't didn't even know they were called the fraggles. That explains why (laughs) it's called Fraggle Rock. Some some of them are fraggles. Wow, you haven't just made that up. They are called fraggles. (laughs) Yeah. so th- those bits were all the same yeah. in all different shows. But when it cut to these human bits... The bookends. The UK would have their own version. Wow. The US would have their own version. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just find that... I, can you think of any other show that did that? That sort of thing? I don't know. I don't think of any other... I mean, I know there's been international versions, but normally they just either remake it entirely yeah. or dub it or whatever. There was a show There was a show on Netflix called um, Ultimate Beastmaster, <laughs> which I, I wanted to watch purely for the name. Mm. Um, but it was also created, in inverted commas, by Sylvester Stallone. Wow. And so the opening is him. Oh, yeah, I remember so this. Stood, stood in front of this huge assault course, and he's like, hey, you know, I'm going to find out who is the Ultimate Beastmaster. And I was like, it's called Ultimate Beastmaster. <laughs> it's going to be incredible. And they had to take on this assault course called The Beast. Yeah. It was basically like a Ninja Warrior-style yeah. show. reason I bring it up is because it did have on all the different international versions of Netflix. They all had their own versions oh. of the show with different hosts. Surely you want Stallone, don't you? 
Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, Stallone literally, he he turned up on day one, said... Oh, but he's in all of them. Ooh, no, 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 no. Oh. He, well, yeah, yeah, he is in the opening of all of them. Yeah, but he just rocks, He just rocks up and goes, ah, hey, you know, it's ultimate beast, man. Yeah. And then it cuts to the US hosts, who, like for the first season, it was um, it was Terry Crews. And then all, but all the different countries have their own yeah. versions with the, their own hosts because it's an international competition. It's yeah. a global competition. Um, and then later on, they even had like a UK, I think in season three, there was a UK Ultimate Beastmaster. Um, so that is, that's the closest thing I can think of to... So can you... It, presumably this has been released on like DVD and Blu-ray now. Can you... Maybe not. Look at that face. I know. Can you? Because I was going to say, can you get like the UK <laughs> oh. version? Oh, we're going to get onto it. You're going to get onto it. I'm going to get onto it, mate. Yeah. Yeah. So let's uh, play what I think is probably the thing it's best known for mm. uh, is its brilliant theme tune, which... Do you know it? No? Well, maybe, maybe, but it's I one that I knew once I heard it. Maybe so I'll you, you, you probably feel the same. So here we go. It's like Shaft. <laughs> it is very much like Shaft. Funky. That's the doozes I'm talking about. Fraggle Rock. I love how it ends. Great. They did do different versions with a different person, different Fraggle, say, in the end bit. Right. But that was the one that was stuck most because it's brilliant. It's like, yeah. Down and Fraggle Rock. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's the way it's like, ah, Down and, down and Fraggle Rock. <laughs> but catchy, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, Fraggle Rock debuted in 1983, uh, which is a lot earlier than I thought it was. For some reason, I thought it was more of a 90s thing, but yeah. it wasn't at all. I don't know why I thought it was, maybe, it was later than it was. Maybe it was repeated in the 90s. Maybe it wasn't. I just didn't see it. Maybe I just, and, and thus, because I didn't see it, yeah. it had no legacy. But famously, this is, this is where we've landed, <laughs> isn't it? That if I haven't seen it, so it didn't happen. <laughs> My own personal legacy, it didn't exist. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was one of the first shows involving the collaboration of the Henson International Television, or HIT, Entertainment from 1989, uh, the international arm of Jim Henson Productions. Filming took place on a Toronto soundstage and later Elstree Studios as well in London. Right. Are you into avant-garde poets? You know I love a bit of avant-garde poetry. Have Why you, would you even ask? Have you ever heard of the poet BP Nickel? No. And it's lowercase BP and then Nickel is all in one word because that's how avant-garde he is. That, that is very avant-garde. I'm sure he's a massive deal. That's in very AG. Circles. But he apparently worked as one of the show's writers before becoming what he is. So if you're into that, yeah, that's where he started. Uh, in the early days of development, the script uh, was called the Fraggles Woozles, um, but then they realised they wanted a more suitable name. I don't know why Woozles wasn't suitable. What? What's I'm wrong see- with that? Yeah. So what, it was called It was called what? The Woozles. Oh, like, oh right. Almost it, like the word. It wasn't called Fraggles Woozles. No, it was right. the, it was the called Woozles. like Woozle Rock. Yeah. Woozle Rock. Woozle. It's hard, harder to say. Maybe, yeah. Uh, Henson described the Fraggle Rock series as a high-energy, raucous musical romp. It's a lot of silliness. It's wonderful, and that's I, and I love that about Jim Henson in general. I just feel like all he wanted to do was just entertain and have a good laugh. Yeah, that's just his mantra in life: was just just have a bloody good laugh. Let's just calm down. Let's just have a laugh, Jeremy. About a bloody good and, yeah, laugh. So I love that about him. Um, so the program proved accessible to audiences of all ages, and it used the fantasy creatures as an allegory to deal with serious issues such as prejudice, spirituality, personal identity, the environment, social conflict. It was much like dinosaurs a decade later. They did very much the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What so, episode was that? Um, that's uh, episode 88 of Two Geeks, Two Beers. And that's, uh, that's, al- that's also a seamless edit. We yeah. found that straight away. It definitely didn't take us about five minutes. <laughs> um, so the producers made the series with the intention of it airing in various forms internationally. So that concept grew out of Jim Henson's experience adapting Sesame Street to uh, 
foreign markets. So he was like, this is too complicated. Mm. Might as well just make your own version of it so it's more accessible to your audience. So the human wraparound segments, as they were called, were produced separately in several countries so the viewer could always relate to the world of their programme. Now you've said it's a musical. The wraparound doesn't involve rapping, does it? No, exactly. No, okay. It probably does in the current version, but we'll get on to that. Oh. Uh, the series has appeared now in over 10 countries and languages. All with their own wraparound. I I think only like four or five of them and then some of them used their own, they used one of the versions but then dubbed it. That's what they did. So the original North American version, which was filmed in Toronto, features an inventor named Doc played by Jerry Parks and his Muppet dog Sprocket. Sprocket, I think, is pretty much the same dog in each of them. It's like a Muppet dog. Right, the, do- the dog is the link. Cross- yeah. crosses, crosses it's a, a- technically, it's a different parallel universe Sprocket, but he looks the same. <laughs> but Sprocket's like British. You know, like in, in, in the Marvel of- films, yeah. um, you've got the same um, people appear the same in different parallel universes. Multiverses. It's like Doctor Strange. Yeah. 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 Sprocket is very much the Doctor Strange of the, uh, <laughs> right. of in, the Muppet universe. The, the Muppet versus yeah. Madness. Yeah. But, he's, but he's a British, it's like a British version. <laughs> yeah. so, so he's like... <gasps> Bark, bark. And this one, he's like, North American, he's like... (laughs) Trying to do an American bark. Rough. Very good. Rough, yeah. Um, So the American wraparound version was also used in Australia, New Zealand, Netherlands, Republic of Ireland, Scandinavia, Spain, Japan, and Eastern Europe. Uh, Dutch, Scandinavian, Spanish, Japanese, and Eastern European shows were dubbed in there. So that's what they did. Uh, Parks, just so you know, he was born in Dublin... Um, and if you're a fan of the Boondock Saints, he was the bartender in that. Wow, so, what uh, that is? Yeah. That is a crossover. Yeah, what a wow. link that is. Uh, he died in 2014, age 90. Oh. Uh, the British inserts were first filmed at the TVS Television Centre in Gillingham. Was it Gillingham? Gillingham. Gillingham. I apologise, either way around, because there is, there is, there are two. Oh, really? Very confusing. Right. Um, and later at their larger studio complex in Maidstone. Um, and presents Fraggle Rock as a rock-filled sea island with a lighthouse. Oh, so there's like different continuities. Yeah, so in America, it's more of a kind of an office, I think. like a, An office? Yeah. Whereas in America, in the UK, yeah, a, a lighthouse. Yeah. Exterior footage was filmed um, at St. Anthony's Lighthouse in Falmouth in Cornwall. Oh, that's yeah. the second time Cornwall's come yeah. up in... Uh... Yeah, so I think you can still visit it if you want to go down there. It's still there. Uh, the lighthouse keeper is the captain, played by Fulton McKay or Mackay. Yeah, uh, he's a retired sailor who lives with his faithful dog Sprocket, best known of course for playing Mister Mackay in Porridge. Yeah, there you go. I didn't know that was his name as well. Oh, I there love that go. we still don't know whether it's Mackay or Mackay. Stu, if you're listening, we still don't know if it's if it's Mackay <laughs> yeah, or Mackay. Yes. So it's not it's not just you. Fulton's getting. Uh, are you related too. to Fulton? <laughs> yeah, everyone. All the all the Mackays are related. Yeah. Uh, in the third season, as Mackay had sadly died in 1987, the role was played by my hero. John Gordon Sinclair. Wow. Gregory's girl fame. Yeah. He plays PK, the captain's nephew. So he replaced him. Nice. But he only did it for one series. And then the fourth and final series was replaced by uh, Simon O'Brien as BJ, the captain's son. BJ. BJ. That's the name they went with. And that's in the British version as well. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. It's like uh, Captain Pugwash, isn't it? Yeah. Roger the Cabin Boy. And And Seaman Staines. Yeah. Um, it ma- it makes more sense for it to be on a on a lighthouse if it's called Fraggle Rock. Yeah. Or, or oh no, unless the Americans are thinking like um you know like Thirty Rock. Yeah. And uh, and you know the the Rock. What's that building? It's called the Rock, isn't it? Um. So maybe they're maybe they're thinking along those lines. Might well be. Yeah. In the Rock in New York. Well, in 2014, uh, 35 of these British wraparounds were still missing, believed wiped, and then in December 2020. All 96 wraparounds had been found. Yes. And handed over to... Uh, <laughs> I read that as the FBI. It's the BFI. <laughs> well, the FBI's like, got to track down those uh, <laughs> those British wraparounds featuring Fulton Mackay. <laughs> Confirming that the entire UK production still exists in some shape or form, but I don't think they've released them yet. The BFI have them, but I don't think they've it's done in, anything uh, with them yet. Right, it's, so in, the ar- it's in the archive. Because if you look on YouTube, there's barely any clips right. of the UK version, which is such a shame. But you think in the 80s, you wouldn't think they were wiping stuff at that point, would you? You think 
they were keeping stuff at that point. I know stuff was wiped in the 60s. Because they didn't have a VH. Well, I think the thing about the wiping was that they were like, well, we don't repeat stuff. Mm. That's not a thing yet. And when there's no such thing as like home media. Yeah. So why, why would we keep anything? I know. But In the 80s, I thought they'd been doing that by then. Yeah, but I'm but I'm presuming they were just like, well, we're obviously not going to release <laughs> release the, specifically the British wraparound. Yeah, it's probably a, yeah, probably a complicated process because it was such a co-production. We just didn't know what they were doing. But thankfully, some nerd somewhere recorded them, I think, and yeah. we've got them all somewhere. So I assume at some point, the BBC, sorry, the, IT, I, the ITV, at some point, ITV are going to release them again, I would have thought. Uh, Nickelodeon did repeat it in the UK in 93. Right, that's literally then in your notes. Not the UK version, it was the American version. Still, they repeated Fraggle Rock. You knew that, you'd written that down. In Nickelodeon, though. Right. So I didn't see it, I didn't have Nickelodeon. Oh, so you... Uh, <laughs> Ergo, no legacy. This so you start the episode by saying this this categorically did not happen anywhere, and now you've literally just gone. No, it did. I didn't say it did. I just didn't see it, so therefore it didn't happen. What is? Do you think, yeah. when, do you, think when you leave a room, it doesn't exist anymore? Yeah. Is this your? If you just your, put your hand over your face, yeah, you point, yeah. Um, Peekaboo really shaped you as a child. So yeah, apparently they only showed the Canadian slash American versions, didn't right. show. Yeah, in the German version, the action takes place beneath the workshop of the inventor Doc. Uh, the series was named Die Fraggles, with eighty-five of the ninety-six produced episodes being presented in German. Don't know what the other eleven were. Did no. they just give up and like, ah, do the American ones? No one's watching. No one cares. In France, they were they took place in a bakery with its version of Doc played by <laughs> of Michael course. Robin. Of course, they did. Le Fraggles, who worked as a baker, and a French sprocket called Croquette. <laughs> He just like, we don't want to call it a sprocket. <laughs> Croquette. Yeah. I, love, I love this. It's just like every single cliche yeah. you, can yeah. th- you can think of. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, so there are four main intelligent and anthropomorphic species. Well done. In the Fraggle Rock environment. So you've got Fraggles, yeah. Doozers, Gorgs, and Silly Creatures. <laughs> they just gave up on that last one. So the Fraggles and Doozers live in a system of natural caves called Fraggle Rock that are filled with various creatures and connect to at least two different areas. They connect to the land of the Gorgs, which yeah. we get onto, and outer space, inverted commas, where the silly creatures live. The silly creatures are in fact us humans. Humans. Yeah, that's where we live. So one of outside them... outside the uh, office building yeah. slash lighthouse slash bakery yeah. slash patisserie. <laughs> Uh, one of the main themes Boulangerie. of the series is that uh, although the three species depend on the other for their survival, they usually fail to communicate due to the vast differences in their biology and culture. Wow, that is, that's deep. It is deep. So the series mainly follows the adventures of five fraggles, each with their own personality. You have the pragmatic Gobo, artistic Moki, indecisive Wembley, which is a weird name. Um, Prag- pragmatic Gobo just sounds like an insult. You, <laughs> you pragmatic Gobo. Superstitious Boober. <laughs> that does too. You superstitious Boober. <laughs> and uh, the adventurous Red. I think they've run out of interesting names at that point. Uh, some of the characters' names are actually film industry in jokes. For example, there's a character called the uh, Uncle Traveling Matt, which is a reference to the traveling matte technique used with blue screen. Uh, Gobo is named after a shaped metal grill that's placed over a theatre light to produce shadows and red is a reference to a redhead another name for an 800 light. watt film light it's a light well I, knew, I knew that yeah. one yeah. yeah who's that for who's, I know. who's, just, who's picking up on that I know yeah just those film geeks out there well you knew it I did know yeah. that's for me so fraggles are small creatures typically around uh, 22 inches tall uh, that come in a variety of colours they live so you're roughly about fraggle <laughs> size then very good. <laughs> very, very, very good. Very droll, sir. Very good. Well done. Uh, they live a generally carefree life, spending most of their time. Uh, they only have a 30-minute minute work week. I thought I going to say lifespan. No, <laughs> they only work for half got, an hour a week. Got real dark real fast. <laughs> that's, a great, that's, where, that's where we're heading. Yeah. We're already down to oh, like yeah, the, yeah. the four-day week. Um, and they generally just play about, explore, just generally enjoy themselves, have right. a great time. Having a great life. They live on mainly radishes. Oh, suddenly it sound, the yeah. life doesn't sound so great. And doozer sticks made of ground-up radishes and the material with which the doozers build their constructions. Uh, so, they eat radishes and doozer sticks, which are, which, which are made of radishes. <laughs> the fraggles seek wisdom from Marjorie the Trash Heap, which is located in the corner of the Gorg's Garden. Uh, according to her rat-like companions, Philo and Gunge, the Trash Heap knows all and sees all. Do you want to see what the fraggles look like? I would love to. Here you go. There they are. Recognise them at all? 
Uh, yeah, no, yeah. So these are the kind of images I've yeah. I've, I've seen, and that that middle guy is the guy at the end who went, yeah, uh, Fragoron. Yeah, the big googly eyes. Yeah. Uh, multicolored hair, yeah, and yeah, the, the guy that does the I can't remember which one's which. Um, it's just dreadful research, but he you can't see his eyes because yeah. they're covered by his is he's he's gone for a different uh, look. He's gone for a, he's a, bit, of a, he's a bit of an emo fraggle and a hat. Yeah, uh, but yeah, those are the fraggles for you there. To uh, so doozers, they are small humanoid creatures. Uh, pudgy, green, and industrious. They stand at about six inches tall, so very very small about knee-high to a fraggle. Mm. Uh, they are the opposite of fraggles. Their lives are dedicated to working in industry. So they spend much of their time busily constructing or scaffolding throughout Fraggle Rock using miniature construction equipment and wearing hard hats and work boots. Is scaffolding a verb? Like, they... <laughs> they scaffold. They scaffold. Yeah, like, they are, they are building or scaffolding. <laughs> Never know. Um... They build their constructions out of an edible candy-like substance manufactured from radishes, radishes, which is greatly enjoyed by the Fraggles. This is essentially the only interaction between Doozers and Fraggles. Doozers spend most of their time building just for the sake of it, and then Fraggles spend much of their time eating the buildings, which they consider delicious. Because they're made of rad- yeah. delicious radishes. So the Doozers say in an early episode that architecture... <laughs> the Doozers say in an early episode that architecture is meant to be enjoyed. Um, and Moki prevents the other Fraggles from eating the building work, believing it to be insensitive to the Doozers. Stop eating their buildings. Mm. <laughs> but as a result, the Doozer building eventually takes over Fraggle Rock, and once the Doozers plan on moving out, as they have nowhere left to build, they explain that they want the Fraggles to eat their work to create space for more building to go up again. <laughs> um, so despite this codependence, the Doozers generally maintain a low opinion of the Fraggles, considering them frivolous. They're just, they're just annoying. Uh, they also seem to have little knowledge of their universe outside Fraggle Rock. Uh, they are unaware of the existence of the Gorgs, even, or in or their garden. However, there, there was also one time when Doc found in his workshop an ancient-looking Doozer helmet, indicating that the Doozers may have explored outside Fraggle Rock into outer space at some time in their forgotten past. Backstory. Yeah, I love the idea that Intriguing. one Doozer made it out and died, I assume, <laughs> and they just found an old helmet. Did you have like a Fraggle Rock prequel? <laughs> Why not? Like, you you these days, telling yeah. a story, yeah. yeah. Anyway, here's what a Doozer looks like. <laughs> See him? Great. Yeah. How do you describe those little fellas? So yeah, no, no, they're they're like these little pudgy green fellas. Um and they've got like um uh workmen's hats, helmets yeah. on. Um and they look like something out of Trumpton, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of them's got like a little little mustache, which, which <laughs> yeah. is what immediately made me laugh that yeah. one of them's got a little 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 tash. Um yeah, like little little workmen. I just want to know how they came to live in the same bit as the Fraggles. They look a bit like um like jelly babies. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then you've got the Gorgs. Um, so outside another exit from Fraggle Rock um, are the small family of Gorgs. They're these fat, furry humanoids. They're, they're massive. Right. They're, uh, the husband and wife of the family, Pa and Ma, consider themselves the king and queen of the universe with their son, Junior Gorg, as its prince and heir apparent. Um, but they are simple farmers with a rustic house and garden patch. Um, he says, Pa says he's been, ru- he's been ruling there for 742 years. Uh, Fraggles are considered pests by the Gorgs as they often steal radishes from their garden. Why is this so radish centric? Maybe it was like one of those 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 uh, campaigns to get kids to eat, eat vegetables more. and stuff. But why why the radish? I know terrible yeah. vegetable. Uh, the Gorgs use the radishes to make anti-vanishing cream, without which they disappear head first. So I think they disappear without using the radishes to. So the Gorgs are naturally invisible, apparently. But they use the radishes. Radishes are magical. Yeah, who knew radishes? They had can so, build things. Had so out of many. It. Yeah, keep the Frangles alive. Yeah, you you can eat them. You can build yeah. buildings with them, and you can apparently make a cream that makes invisible things visible. Uh, here's what the Gorgs look like. Right. Um. Yeah. Just big, big. What? What are the big, what are the big Muppets called? Has that big like? Who's that guy? Who's like, oh, oh, Sweetums. Sweetums. There was a Sweetums. Uh, he looks a bit like Sweetums mm. in the Muppets, you know. Anyway, and then you've got silly creatures of outer space. So Gobo must go out into Doc's workshop to retrieve the postcards from his uncle Matt from the wastebasket where Doc throws them. So traveling Uncle Matt, whatever his name is, goes off on his travels into the real world. Yeah, and he he um leaves behind postcards but then Doc sees it the human Doc and goes what the fuck's this and throws it in the wastebasket then Gobo goes out to retrieve the postcard right from, back to his uh, fraggle mates from from the office building yeah because Doc, Doc just thinks they've been misdelivered slash yeah 
Boulangerie. Uh, Travelling Matt is exploring the wider world, observing humans and reporting humorously false conclusions about their everyday behaviour. Sprocket often sees and chases Gobo, but can't convince Doc that anything lives beyond the wall. So there's like a hole in the wall, essentially, with a a filing cabinet in the way in in the American version. Um, So Sprocket and Doc have many similar miscommunications throughout the series, given the language barrier. (laughs) He's a dog. Oh, I was going to say, yes. Uh, I'm not surprised they're having a miscommunication. So yeah, so Sprocket knows there's fraggles but he can't he's, he's he just, can't tell Doc he's either going woof woof yeah. or like bark bark <laughs> yeah. and, and either way he doesn't understand him so here's a clip from the very first episode of Fraggle Rock <sighs> so that's Uncle Travelling Matt <sighs> he's made his way into Doc's workshop thank goodness outer space seems to be uninhabited <laughs> oh <laughs> let me see now well, I can put the workbench here and this drawing table over there. Oh, come on in, Sprocket. Excellent. Tell me, Sprocket, how do you really like it here? <laughs> yes, of course I do. He's that. right there. How has Doc not seen him? He's, he's hiding behind, like, some boxes. The first creature I encountered in outer space was four-legged and furry. It had great sharp teeth and a fearsome breath. Run, Uncle Matt, run! Oh, yes, of course. Uh... He did it. Uncle Matt did it. He survived a fearsome beast. Wait a minute. I'm going to have to do that every few days. So, yeah. Bit irresponsible of Uncle Travelling Matt, if you ask me, but... uh... Fine. Uh, do you want to see the UK version, though? I'm, very, I'm really curious about this. Yeah. Here we go. Establishing a shot of the, uh, the lighthouse. Yeah. So then that's where the theme tune occurs. It's exactly the same. Dog looks a bit different. Yeah. Stuff. There you are, you see. You can't beat the Navy for a rousing good march. Oh, Sprocket, you know help at all. Yes, well, we have to do the washing somewhere. The last time I hung it outside, the Coast Guard helicopter thought it was an SOS. I said I'd help. Then just cuts to the... <laughs> to the I, don't, I don't know why they were like... That guy, yeah. UK audiences will not accept him. <laughs> we need Fort Mackay yeah. in a lighthouse. Yeah. Like, but what I don't understand, what I can't find, because it's not written anywhere, is how the UK version starts and how the UK version ends. We'll get on to the ending in a minute, right. but it's just, is it the same plot? Why are you asking me? I don't know. I don't know. Because <laughs> I know even less about no one recorded it, so we don't know no what one happened. Re- no. <laughs> no one saw it, so it didn't happen. Um, and here's just a little burst of John Gordon Sinclair when he appeared. There's only a couple of clips on YouTube, but there is one. Dog's doing like gymnastics. Dog is recovered, I see. One I can say for me. It's your turn to laugh, eh? I will just keep your distance. For me? Oh. oh, thank you, Sprocky. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to say. Sprocky. Oh. Oh, I don't. I find it quite moving. Oh. I do. After the way I behaved, oh. it's not very nice to make fun of someone just because they're not feeling very well. Oh. I treasure this. Oh. I will. I really will, Sprocky. Mm-hmm. You know... I think I could get to quite like dogs. Oh, a bonding moment there between yeah. uh, John Gordon Sinclair and Sprocky. Yeah, Sprocky. Sprocky. Um, and so in the final episode arc of the original North American version, yeah. Doc himself finally meets Go- Gobo and befriends him. Um, Gobo tells Doc that Fraggles refer to humans as silly creatures and apologises. Uh, Doc tells him that he thinks it's a very good name for humans because... Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, fair cop. Unfortunately, in the final episode, Doc and Sprocket have to move to another state. Oh. The Fraggles may have discovered a way 
that they can still communicate, which is nice. But this is what I mean. So this is a lovely end to the show. Yeah. But did the UK version have their own week? Because uh, finally, yeah. Gobo goes into and hangs out with Doc. Yeah. Did that did that happen in the UK one as well? Did it? Did he go? Because because well, I assume Gobo the puppet's stuck in America somewhere. <laughs> Do you have to make a second Gobo puppet and bring it over? Well, here? The, the, well, There's yeah. two sprockets. Well, there's four sprockets. Yeah, well, this is my thing. Presumably, yeah, that he must have. Crockett. They, they, they must. Yeah, croquet. Yeah. They must have. Oh, is that? Is it sort of. Maybe it's croquet. Sprocket and croquet yeah. makes more sense, doesn't it? Sprocket and croquet. <laughs> a loaded gun concert. What is the lyric? A, lo- <laughs> a loaded gun complex. Sprocket and croquet. Yeah. <laughs> That's what actually what it was referencing. Um, but anyway, here's the uh, finale. It's quite a moving finale. So the US version. Rock of the US version. What happens in the boulangerie? <laughs> I must know. Hello, I am Doc. That is, my name is Jerome Crystal, but all my friends call me Doc. Doc? Uh, my name's Gobo. Gobo Fraggle, I've seen your postcard. This is amazing. Oh, you think it's amazing? I'm talking to a silly creature. Silly creature? Oh, uh, well, see, that's what we call all of you. It, but don't take it badly, eh? Fraggles really like silliness. Don't apologize. I think it's a very good name for us. <coughs> Quite right, Sprocket. Gobo, this is my dog, Sprocket. Oh, Sprocket. Okay. I've always wanted to know your name. It's very much the uh, sleepless in Seattle of uh, the Muppet Universe where they finally meet after all this time. Why Why did it take this long for them I know. to meet? Why didn't they meet? I don't really under... What was the jeopardy? Uh... And if we cut to towards the end... Idiot. Okay, okay. They found a recording of a dog that they've left behind. Dog Sprocket. Hello? Uh, If you're not the Fraggle, you don't have to listen to the rest of this. You know who's going to find this. It's more like Brief Encounter, where they they meet briefly and then they're torn apart. (laughs) Tragically. Right, 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 right. Anyway, if you are the Fraggle, go, Bo Fraggle. This is for you. It is a tape recording. I know you might not understand that. It's a way of saving my voice so you can hear me after I've gone. I, Sprocket and I, want to say goodbye. We're going to the desert for a, well, for a long time. We have to, to help a friend. Ned Schimmelfini. I'm sure, I'm sure there's a reason for it. I have to go to the desert. I'm sorry if I scared you away earlier. I wanted you to come with us because I wanted to be friends, but I suppose you have to be in Fraggle Rock just as we have to be with Ned. It's time to, to go now, so... Really sad. sad. Oh, and if you're Mizard, I'd pay no attention to all this. <gasps> Doc, you weren't supposed to leave the magic. Jesus, I have no emotional attachment to this whatsoever, and I'm. I know it's really tearing up. This is the right key. So this, is, this is Doc moving into his new place with Sprocket in the desert. Yeah, apparently. Where's that light switch? Uh oh, electricity may not be on yet. Well, here it is, Sprocky. Our new home. He called him Sprocky as well. Yeah. <laughs> I love the amount of effort that's gone into this. I love that a show like this yeah. has like a proper payoff for series finale. Series finale. Yes. Far better than some like long-running drama series. Uh, better than Game of Thrones. Beautiful. You know, this is pretty good. There's a lot more room than the old place and more light. And when we get the junk moved in, it'll be just like home. Well, yeah, well, I know. Except for the fraggle. I mean, you, Barry, you, Barry, you only just met Literally just met him. <laughs> just met him. Do you remember the first day we moved into the old workshop? There was a, there was a, a box sitting against the wall, just, just like that one. That's where he was hiding. Box to throw it away. Uncle Travelling Man. It was, it was, it was, yeah, it was very similar in the original workshop. Yeah. Little throwback to the yeah. first episode. Very good. Uh, clever. He expects them to appear. They don't appear. I have to say, Sprocky, what a great Muppet, Muppet that is. It? Really Just good. like a dog. Yeah. But it's silly. Didn't need to go to hit to hit this hard. <laughs> so oh, there's, oh, nothing, there's nothing no hole in the wall. No. 
Oh, look, <laughs> Sprocky looked really sad. It was really good, really good puppetry. His eyebrows moved. Genuinely really good puppetry. Oh, he's like crying a little bit. Oh, not a sad dog. It's really sad. This is awful. Somehow, I don't think I'll feel like coming up here much anymore. We haven't felt this sad since animals of Hollywood. God. He's gutted. Well, thanks for coming with me anyway, guys. It's Fraggle Bros. Well, I'm glad I wasn't alone when I found that message. Oh, Gobo, we'd never leave you alone. Maybe the silly creature has left, but we never would. We couldn't leave you. Wait a minute. Wendy just said you couldn't leave me. What was it the trash heap said I should say to the silly creature? Uh, that, that he mustn't leave. No, not mustn't. Cannot. Yes, that you cannot leave the magic. And then she said we were magic. He can't leave us and we can't leave him. Maybe I'm not too late after all. Hey, I, I never saw that tunnel before. Yeah, there's a lot of songs, by the way. This isn't just a random occurrence. <laughs> there are songs in Fraggle Rock. Do you think this tunnel is magic, Koopa? I'm beginning to think everything's magic. If you see it that way. Great message for kids. Yeah. Research this episode. This song was in my head for about five days afterwards. Thanks for inflicting that on me. You know, Sprocket, meeting that fraggle made me feel different. If little furry creatures could live behind the walls, why? That's magical. I mean, you want to move to London, mate? You've got plenty of little creatures living behind our walls. <laughs> Anything is possible. Think of it. Maybe you're magic. Maybe I'm magic. Maybe Ned and Fluffinella are magic. Maybe the whole world and Ned and Sprocket. If we wanted there to be a fraggle hole behind that. Fraggle hole. Fraggle hole. <laughs> well, who knows? Yes. <laughs> the boys back together. <laughs> tell you you cannot leave the magic oh thank you gobo as a matter of fact sprocket and i just discovered that hey wow i mean as you say, the effort involved. I know it was a long clip, but I feel like we had to no, like, appreciate that for what it was. We had to be immersed in yeah. that. That, like I said, genuinely, that's one of the best <laughs> endings to a show. No, I, really my favourite endings, I always think, no, but I always think with feel-good yeah. shows, yeah. like sitcoms, why would you Why would you do an yeah. ending where, oh, it's a downbeat ending, like, oh, the, the friends will never see each other again. Yeah. Cheers has closed down. Yeah. It's like, what? why? No, just, it's great and it'll go on forever. You're not seeing it anymore, yeah. but it just goes on forever and everyone has, has, yeah. has a lovely time and that's what that is. Cold feet, let's just kill off one of the main characters for no why? reason. Why? Yeah. No, just everyone has a lovely time forever. No. <laughs> that's all I want. So, uh, as you heard there, there was a lovely bit of music in that. Magic! <laughs> Uh, music played a very central part, a very central part very central. in Fraggle Rock. Every episode featured two or three original songs co-written by Canadian poet Dennis Lee and Philip Balsam, as well as incidental music. 
uh, Lee was also a co-writer for Labyrinth as well. Ah. So that's a lot of songs because that's like I know. five seasons. <laughs> exactly. Uh, there was like a, an album released at one point and during the show's original run, a re-recorded extended version of its opening theme was released as a single and it reached number 33 in the British charts in March 1984. Right, it's his own genre, Fraggle Rock. Should have done a bigger hit than that though. Like, come yeah. on, make it out. Yeah. Well, I'm just, I just, I love it when back in the day they did actually release theme tunes. Yeah. Even ones that didn't actually exist as a full song. They were like, right, let's make a full song and yeah. release it. Very good. Very good. Very good. Uh, so there's a few spin-offs. You had Fraggle Rock, the animated series, because yeah. they always had to be back then. Um, uh, NBC aired it on Saturday mornings in America at 10 a.m. Um, for one season only in 1987. The most noticeable difference is that, unlike the live-action version, the animated version of Doc is only shown from the neck down, so very much like Nanny on Muppet Babies. Yeah, yes, yes, Nanny. Or <laughs> or like um, uh, Tom, Tom and... Well, not Jerry's owner. Jerry's just... Yeah. Jerry's his own man. Yeah. But Tom, Tom's owner. <laughs> yeah. Thomas. Yeah. Um, here's a little clip from the animated version. Same theme tune. Well, yeah. You'd bring it back there, wouldn't you? you we, we haven't we haven't had a really good uh, doesn't translate to audio for a while, but <laughs> w- without the visuals, it's just it's exactly the it's same. Just as, a, but it's, it's just a cartoon version. Rest assured, yeah, rest assured, it is animated. Yeah. Not like, very very good animation as well. Very good animation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Fraggle Rock could always have existed just as an animated series. Well, this, this does make me think. It's literally almost shot. It's the same. Sh- it's shot for shot of the uh, yeah. the live action title sequence. But anyway, get the idea. Only one season. And then in 2012, the Jim Henson Company announced a computer animated spin-off to Fraggle Rock mm. called The Doozers, mm. targeted at children between ages four and seven. Okay. This is very much the uh, Rocketeer. <laughs> Remember my my annoyance that it existed? Yeah. Apparently in the same universe and everything. Yeah. It focuses on four young doozers named Spike, Molly Bolt, Flex, and Daisy Wheel who live at Doozer Creek. It originally premiered uh, in Australia on Nick Jr. in 2013 and uh, aired uh, on Hulu in America a year later. Here's a little clip of the Doozers, which I'd never heard of existing, but here we go. Okay, Pod Squad, here's a different kind of magnet. This is called an electromagnet. You can turn the power up or down to change how powerful you want it to be. With this switch, you can dial down the power to make it weak. Or dial it up and make it very strong. I mean, it said it was a trailer. It didn't really feel like a trailer. It's just a clip. But clip. You know. it looks it looks fine. Good animation. Good animation. But where's me puppets? Who's it for? I, I want me puppets. And they're not as pudgy, and also, yeah, they're, they're not they're, as cute. Nah, they, I, I liked, I like them. Yeah. I like the pudgy doozers, and these are more. They look like they've, you know, it, you, you can't you, have the doozers on their own either. A few gym sessions. <laughs> well, I mean, it, why would they be so pudgy, given how much labour they are doing? If you think about it, it doesn't make a huge amount of sense. But and then in September two thousand five, uh, the Jim Henson Company announced it was working on a film adaptation of Fraggle Rock, known as Fraggle Rock the Movie. I wonder how they came up with that. It was uh, aimed to be released in 2009 um, and it was going to bring back all the original Fraggle characters. Was this a, a reboot or a, a follow-up? Um, I think it was just a follow-up. In yeah, 2006, it was gonna, they announced it was going to be like a full-length live-action musical fantasy. And then in 2008, the, uh, the Weinstein Company <laughs> announced it would distribute it. Um, the film was written as a live-action musical by Corey Edwards, who would also direct. It would involve all the core characters from the series. It would take the characters outside of their home in Fraggle Rock, where they interact with humans, which they think are aliens. So maybe it was a bit of a reboot by the sounds of it. Um, and it have the original voice cast was going to come back as well. Uh, and 2011, still hadn't been made. <laughs> uh, Weinstein's deal with Henson had expired and leaving the film in doubt. Uh, the Scissor Sisters were announced to write music for the film. Who else? I mean, it dates it a little bit, but you know, that's they'd be all right. They'd be good yeah. doing that. Um, they weren't. They, they weren't sure if it was going to be maybe a mix of puppets and CGI, which mm, make it make it puppets. Dark Crystal proved 
you can make it mostly puppets and still be amazing. And might cost a lot of money and, and no one watches it. Yeah, and be, and be prohibitively expensive and, and cancelled because no one watched it. But yeah. Uh, and in 2015, it was reported that Joseph Gordon Levitt would star and produce uh, the film. Of course. Well, yeah. Okay. What was he doing now? He was like the biggest deal on the planet for a while. Now he's just sort of, is he around? He's, yeah, no, he still, still he? Pop, pops okay, up every good. once in a while. Because yeah. he's good. Um, <laughs> and in 2018, he was still saying, yep, still still working on it. Yeah. Still, still working on it. Um, and then Walt Disney announced what? in late 2017. Oh, the, com- the company rather Not than... actual Walt Disney. Yeah. That was when they announced that they'd acquired 21st Century Fox. Yeah. Uh, and So everyone's like, right, so you finally got the rights to X-Men <laughs> yeah. and Fantastic Four. Die Hard. And Fraggle Rock. <laughs> um, and that meant that obviously Disney owns all rights, but since then, um, the feature film project was finally cancelled in favour of a new TV series. Instead. Oh, okay. So there's a new there's a new TV series. Yeah. Which has already happened. And so, I had absolutely no idea about. Are there, so. a, are there angry YouTube uh, <laughs> videos about how Disney has <laughs> ruined Fraggle Rock? Probably. So firstly, we had Fraggle Rock Rock On, which was a series of uh, weekly live action shorts. Fraggle Rock Rock On. Which was on uh, Apple TV Plus in April 2020. So it followed Fraggles living in a separate caves due to a period of social distancing. <laughs> nice. Interacting with each other using a video chat system that was installed by the Doozers. <laughs> Footage for the series is was shot the, using was, smartphones. Right. What? Yeah. So, so was the was the video communication system built with radishes? Yeah. The, the, the deuces are amazing. They yeah. Well, they yeah. Well, radishes are amazing. So six episodes were were made. The original cast members came back. The voice cast. I think it was a lot of. It, it was a weird time. It was twenty twenty. It was a weird time. It just weird stuff just happened, and people yeah. just just they were so bored, and they wanted to entertain people. We're like, we're gonna made re- any old shit. We're gonna reboot Fraggle Rock, but film it entirely on on phones. phones. Yeah, why not? All right. But this led to in twenty twenty one, the Jim Henson Company. They announced that production officially started on a reboot of the show. So I think the Rock On series gave a new lease of life right. to the Fraggle Rock universe. So it was called Fraggle Rock: Back to the Rock. It consists of full length episodes, not just ten minute shorts or whatever. Uh, released in January twenty twenty two. So it's already happened. Oh, yeah, already happened. I- Look, I know we joke about things, yeah. you know, that we weren't aware of, and so it didn't no. happen. This, how did, how did <laughs> and you work in TV? Like, uh, it's literally, my job, yeah, to, know, job to, to know, know, this, to know yeah. this stuff. Um, in the house belonging to a woman named Doc, so it's now a female Doc, uh, and her pet dog Sprocket. Sprocket is back. Not the same Sprocket. Though. I think it is. It is. How does that? Well, it's a different dog, but it looks the same. But it can't be. Yeah, but like, it's like this, pro- it, maybe it's like grandfather. Grandson of Sprocket. Sprocket the third. Yeah. Sprocket yeah. Third. Um, so there is a hole in their in their house which leads to Fraggle Rock. Uh Gobo, Moki, Wembley, Booba, and Red. It's all the same. It's all the same. Much the same. So not a sequel. It's very much a reboot. Oh, reboot. A new thing. Oh, okay. So it can so, be it can be Sprocket. Fine. So make of that what you will. I I always like things to be a continuation, but um yeah. never mind. So it's a brand new thing. A, a legacy sequel that's as far as I can tell. I might be wrong. Yeah. But from from what I can tell from all the uh documentation, I'm not gonna sit down and watch it, am I? <gasps> I was gonna say I might be wrong, I haven't watched it, but, as... but from the sounds of it, it's a reboot right. rather than a sequel. Right. Um Lily Cooper plays the female doc and Along with the return of characters from the original series, the new show features new characters voiced by celebrity guests, including Patti LaBelle, Ed Helms, Keenan Thompson, and then the Foo Fighters appear as themselves in one episode. Like like puppet versions? Or no, just no, the Foo actually, Fighters. Actually them. Playing, playing music. Wow, okay. Because why not? Yeah, why not? Anyway, here's a little taste of what it currently looks like. I wasn't expecting you to start off with Patti LaBelle. <laughs> Gobo, huh? I want to show you something. Behold! Kind of looks like a hole, but mm-hmm. I, I'm going to assume it's more than that based on the way you set it up. because I know exactly where we should go. Tell us in song. I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> so it all looks pretty good. It looks, I was going to say it looks great. It, it's proper puppets. It's all. They all look the same. Yeah. Uh, obviously better graphics than yeah, the new, 80s. Yeah, new production values. Yeah. It's a party down in 
Doozer look better than they did in the... Pudgy doozers. Yeah. I did it! I caught a... Goals are back. Doesn't it make you wonder what else is out there? What else is connected? Okay, it's a party down in Red Rock See, that's great. It's great. But I don't see the point of it when it's a complete remake and it looks the same but updated. I don't get it. Who's it for? Because the original fans, I think you'd be like, yeah, but I want to watch. I'll watch the original. Yeah. Whereas, but you know, maybe kids love it. Maybe it's gone down well. We'll see. But I'm glad it's there. Glad it's been made. Glad it exists. Yeah. Um, so that is it for Fraggle Rock, um, a show that I, I wish I watched as a kid yeah um, because it's a lot of wholesome fun moments of pathos um, glad new generations are seeing it in this form uh, but yeah with thoughts on Fraggle Rock glad we did did Fraggle Rock we did it we did yeah. it Michael yeah, um, yeah no, the thing that, that that took me by surprise blindsided me a little bit I, I was thinking it would be more along the lines of like a Muppet show yeah. sort of scenario yeah didn't expect it to have those those moments of pathos yeah. and the depth <laughs> the depth of storytelling yeah um, took me by surprise yeah no great um, looks very entertaining Love Sprocky. Sprocky. He, he's my new fave. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and fascinating about all the different international yeah. versions. I I really want to know now, having seen the the the, the, the brilliant ending <laughs> yeah. to the US version. Did they do the same? I want to know. Version? I want to know what happened. BFI at the, at the lighthouse. I want to know what happened at the at the boulangerie. Yeah, you've uh, got you've got contacts at the BFI. You can find out. Uh, don't put this on me. I know because then everyone will be like, "What's what's what's going on with Fraggle?" No, I don't. <laughs> I'm putting it out to the listener. Yeah. If anyone knows. Yeah, because someone must have seen it. Exactly. You must remember what happened. So tell us, genuinely get in touch and let us know how how it ended because (laughs) it's not out there by the looks of it. Yeah. At Two Geeks Cast on uh, on social media or podcast at twogeekstubeers.com. Yeah, please do. Please do get in touch. Um, So you can hear all 100 plus episodes of Two Geeks, including other 80s and 90s kids shows such as Animals of Farthingwood, Terror Hawks, Nightmare, Power Rangers and more, uh, plus Jim Henson movies like Labyrinth and the Dark Crystal. Um, we're also available wherever you get your podcasts including Spotify Apple Podcasts uh, Stitcher Amazon Google and more you can also follow us on socials at 2GeeksCast we're on Facebook Twitter Instagram and YouTube and now TikTok yeah we've uh, moved with the times we're finally there we've caught up with the times and screaming yeah um, so we're going to pretend to know what we're doing um, with you, all you youths out there. So please follow us at Two Geeks Cast on TikTok. We actually had a bit of a viral hit on there. We did. Um, wasn't wasn't actually a clip from no, any of our episodes. We've done a few clips from the show, got nothing. And then I, I made this Tim Curry best performances compilation video. Took off. I had like what 150,000 views. Yeah. Low, like loads of comments so uh, really appreciate that if you did check that out and, and that maybe that's how you've discovered us and you're listening to this now um, if you have any other suggestions for other TikTok compilations or anything like that let us know we'll, we may, may make it yeah. uh, we're also starting to record our episodes not just on audio now but on video as well so you might start to see video clips of our uh, of our recordings yeah. emerging very on soon um, possibly on, on the tickety tock um, meanwhile you can also support us on Patreon uh, there's a few different tiers but for a couple of quid you can get exclusive Two Geeks content including bonus clips exclusive episodes recorded just for you a beer mat and even a Two Geeks t-shirt and mug so head to patreon.com slash Two Geeks cast for all of that and as I say, do please get in touch. As I said, the email address is podcast at twogeeks2beers.com. We had one particularly lovely message that I thought I'd read out from uh, Maya or Maya. Um, recently discovered your guys' podcast and I love it. At first, I was trying to find a podcast that had commentary on the animals of Farthing Wood. You're in the right space. Um, as we uh, recently got into the book again, I found your episode on Spotify. Good. Glad we're on Spotify and it's working well. <laughs> Decided to give it a listen. Very entertaining. And it was a cool scene of differences between the book and the TV series as I never actually watched it. You're missing out. I only listened to the audiobook. Um, after that, I discovered I decided to listen to your episodes, The Sims and Poirot. Uh, all of your episodes are very humorous and enjoyable. Uh, I don't know a podcast quite like it. <laughs> we'll first, take that as a good thing. The first bit is definitely a compliment. <laughs> the second bit, I'm not so sure. Um, that's all I wanted to say. Have a good one. So cheers for that, Maya. Very, very appreciated. And I thought I'd let you know. Now, I, I update all the tally and stuff of our d- listenership. And I know it's not like the biggest number on the planet, but we've finally hit 200,000 downloads wow. overall. And again, 
you know, we're not backed by a conglomerate. We're not backed by sponsors. We don't have, uh, I know you, you're sort of famous, but we, you know, we're, not, uh, we're not like a, a known mainstream person. But I think that's, that's, I'm chuffed for that. Yeah. We finally got there. So thanks very much to anyone who's ever listened, downloaded, streamed, followed, subscribed, whatever. Really appreciate it. And we'll keep on going. I've got 6,000 Twitter followers. That's that's the level of fame <laughs> that we're at here, people. 6,000, wow. So, see you next time. And rock on. Dead scares away. Another day. So, thinking about all the different ways the different international versions mm. could have ended. Uh, the American show, obviously. Doc was, he was like, oh, I really miss my, my Fraggle Bros. And he's like, oh, I believe in magic. Yeah. And then they, you know, they rock up and it's great and it's really happy. And I kind of feel like the French version wouldn't be the same. Mm. Like, I just, I just feel like the, the guy in the... He wouldn't care. No, nah, the bakery, he'd just be like, Ugh. you know, like just really like... Sacre bleu. Yeah, he'd be really, really like... What are you doing? <laughs> he'd be really, really like nonchalant about that. Is that, is that French? Nonchalant. nonchalant. It feels like it should be. Non. It must be. Yeah. Nonchalant. Yeah. I didn't even, didn't even realise that. Um, speaking French, didn't even know. That's how sophisticated I am. I feel like he'd be really like, just like shrug, like smoking a cigarette, yeah. just like, and I'm not being, you know, th- these are the cliches that they imposed upon. It's their fault. It's their fault. It wouldn't you know, be a cliche if it wasn't um, true. <laughs> <laughs> but he's just like, yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. And he's like, oh, oh, what about our magic? He's like, I, I just, I'm leaving with my, I don't care. I'm leaving with my croquette. <laughs> Adieu. I just, I don't feel like he'd have the same emotion, a emotional investment. Baguette and the <laughs> onions around his, his neck. And then he gets on his bike and he rides away. <laughs>